Good morning and welcome to Saga Talk on Sunday with your host Gregory Muncy on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks in the region to find out what's happening in the Saga Tuck Douglas area. Saga Tuck on Sunday is being brought to you this morning by It Is What It Is, Mill Pond Realty, Back to the Fuchsia, and the Interurban. And now, your host of Saga Tuck on Sunday, it's Gregory Muncy on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. This is Saga Talk on Sunday on the Lake Shores 92.7 The Van. Hey, thanks for joining us this morning as we broadcast live here high above land sharks in beautiful downtown Saga Talk, like we like to do every Sunday, 7 to 9 a.m. I'm Gregory Muncy, as most of you know, waking up with you as we watch the sun come up over Butler Street in our mild January so far. I'd like to thank our sponsors. Uh, Got to give them a big round of applause. Uh, the Interurban. Your go-to to get to where you want to go to here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. little shout-out to Phyllis Ife out there. It's only a dollar. They'll pick you up where you're at, take you where you want to go in our 30-mile radius. Give them a call at 269-857-1418 and, uh, and let them know where you want to go and tell them where you're at. <laughs> Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, original and creative design for any occasion. Gene and I are busy organizing the shop after the holidays and getting ready for Valentine's Day already. Uh, give us a call there and uh, for your original creative design, any occasion, 269-857-2963. Of course, you can go to the website, backtothefuchsia.net. Also, find out how much your home is worth and find your dream home with Laura Durham at Mill Pond Realty. She's Sagatuck's homegrown, nationally recognized realtor with over 40 years of experience under the Mill Pond brand. Over, they're celebrating over 32 years along with their rental program as well. You can give her a call at 269-857-1477. Of course, you can visit their website at millpondrealty.com. Finally, it is what it is. That Patty Berry with truly unique, one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, local best-selling authors, fabulous finds for all occasions. They're located right downstairs here from the studio at 318 Butler Street. They're the best little shop in the coolest little town, and they're open year-round, like many of our shops here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. Um, you can give them a call. Their phone number is 269-857-8100. Of course, you can shop on their website. They do have things on their website as well. And it is shopwhatitis.com. That's shopwhatitis.com. I'd also like to thank our producer and let you know that podcasts are now available online at 927thevan.com. So you can listen anytime. It's just after 7 a.m., and it's a cool 26 degrees. Expect today's high to reach around 40. We've been sticking around that 40 number throughout the month, so it's been kind of balmy for this time of year. 
kind of nice. No snow on the ground. Roads are great. Perfect for driving here into town and spending the town here, uh, spending your day here in the town. Uh, this morning, we've got a lot to talk about. Um, we've got, oh, I've got, I'm excited to introduce my co-host, but before I do that, I want to let you know who else I have on. Liz Wilson and Kevin Tringali. He's one of the coaches there at the Saugatuck Public Schools High School there. And I believe a couple of the girls will be here as well to talk about Title Nine. What is Title Nine? It's a, um, uh, we'll find out. It's a uh, celebrating 50 years of funding for girls and athletic women uh, in our high schools. Uh, we'll find out more about that with Liz Wilson. We'll also have Bob Janetsky. He's our Allegan County Clerk. I got to know him when I was running for the uh, Saugatuck City Council and uh, uh, find out a little bit more about what he does there at Allegan County. And then finally, I've been wanting to have on the show for quite a while, um, Mark Beckin from Saugatuck Harbor Insurance. He's my insurance guy, and he's also a former city councilman. He spent over 40 years serving the city of Saugatuck, so we'd like to have him on, uh, talk a little bit about his business and about his accomplishments and the great things he's done for the city of Saugatuck. Quite an accomplishment to uh, spend that much time in public service. Uh, but before we go any further, let's get that disco ball down, because I've got one of my favorite co-hosts. Do I say that about all my co-hosts? I, I think I do say that. It doesn't make me feel special. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Julie Zeman. Hello, Gregory. Welcome back. I know, and I'm so glad to be back. Good morning, everybody. Are you surprised I let you back? Yes, I am. (laughs) I know, right? Julie Zeman is from the Star of Saugatuck. She runs the Star. She runs the whole show over there. Yeah, Yeah, and the Chain Fairy. Yeah, the Chain Fairy. Don't forget about that. Yes, I know it. Her wonderful Chain Fairy. National treasure. Uh-huh. And um, so so what what are your hours of operation right now? Right now, whenever I want. (laughs) So it's, it's perfect. If you need me, you can send me an email or uh, leave a message at the boat. But uh-huh. yeah, I'm usually there about, I don't know, 12, 15 hours a week right now. Really? So, 12, yeah. 15 hours a yeah. week still? Yeah. There's uh, a lot going on. Yeah. So the boat is, uh, of course, it's winter time, so yes. we're not going on cruises. We are not. Um, now, you had the boat removed for a while, didn't you? Yep. We had it in Holland to do our dry dock inspection, which we passed with flying colors, and now it is back home here in Saugatuck. and. Uh-huh. Yeah, just kind of chilling out. We got the bubblers in the water and got the paddles off, so we're getting those all ready for the new season. No, the bubblers. What? Are, what was that? Yeah, just so the water doesn't freeze around the boat. Oh, so it creates like a, a movement bubble. Yeah, bubbles yes. around. So yep. That, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Keep it safe. I was surprised to see it back because I th- you told me that you were dry docking it. I just assumed it was going to be dry docked for the whole season. Yeah. No, I, it makes me uncomfortable not having it here. Like right. I miss going in, and it's like, oh, where's the boat? You know. So <laughs> yeah. Nope. We brought her back and. Yeah, no, it's great. It's good to, and we're looking forward to a fun season. We've got some new things in the works. Uh oh. I know it. I know you've yeah. always got something going on. You yeah. guys have brought a lot of events to the Star of Saugatuck we try, yeah. since you acquired it. Yeah. You guys um, uh, used to be under the ownership of Marilyn Starring and Bruce Starring, and um, uh, you guys have had it in your possession for. This will be our fifth year. Fifth year already. Our fifth season. Wow. I know it. Yeah. 
It's crazy. Um, done a great job with the building, cleaning Thank it up, you. and Thank you. Uh, making it your own. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, so the Star of Saga Talk, you'll be back on the water or back uh, back for tours around Memorial Day? Uh, actually, our goal is May 6th. It's that first Saturday in May. So that first weekend in May, the Star the star should be, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. be rolling around here. And you run regularly your, um, your, your times for your regular tours are... Yeah, well, pretty in May, it's, it's kind of weather-dependent. I mean, during tulip time, we'll be open every single day, but then uh-huh. we'll kind of just do, like, Friday, Saturday, Sundays until Memorial Day, and then we start going, yeah, five, six times a day mm-hmm. through... Yeah, uh-huh. end of the season. And it's a narrated tour throughout the harbor. Yep, yep. Um, with lots of factoids um, that are given. And, yep. um, and we'll do our sunset cruises and our wine on the waters and beer on the boat. And I have a couple other things I'm kind of working on for the season. So yeah. hopefully those all fall into place. So, yeah, I know. I know you do yoga on the boat. You paint yeah. on the boat. You've yeah, we've done all sorts of things. Pretty much everything Yeah, on the we boat. did groove on the boat, uh-huh. groove classes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Sounds like fun. Yeah. So now that you're settled down now, and so now you're doing a lot of uh, organizing and cleaning and getting ready for the season, right? Ordering new stuff for next year Uh and making sure everything's clean and ready to go, Mm -hmm. booking large events and parties. So if you want to, you know, book a group on the star, give me a call, email us. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I guess now's the time to do it, right? It is, yeah. Yep, we got weddings, corporate events, lots of fun stuff, field trips, all sorts of things on the books already for next year. Wow. Yeah. Wow, sounds exciting. It is exciting. Now, what else fun. is going on? I know you like to frequent our restaurants here in the area. I do, um, yes. And you also like to go to Holland. You like do. the restaurants there in, on 8th Street, they're downtown Holland. Yep, Hops. I love Hops. Yeah, yep, I do too. Salt and Pepper is another one of mine that I like in Holland. Uh-huh. And Yeah, we were at Phil's a couple couple times i love phil's yeah who does? yeah and i was telling cj in the summertime i really don't go out get to go out and do much so right i'm looking forward to trivia at guardian and wicks park one night and mm-hmm. of course bingo at the dunes i love doing that in the mm-hmm. off season so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah there's lots of fun stuff to do in saga talk i've had a busy week um what did we you had, do we had on wednesday we had uh, uh city new city uh council folks myself okay. and helen baldwin okay went on a tour oh. of our city uh, services here and got to know our employees here with the city. It was a, a member orientation, council member oh, orientation. Cool. cool. And I found it fascinating. We uh, It was more of a one-on-one with all of our employees, from our manager to our clerk to uh, our new Ryan Cummings of, of planning and zoning and um, uh, all of our uh, employees there at City Hall. And then we went um, on a field trip and we visited the DPW. Oh, um, that is actually pretty cool. It was fun. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, and and uh, uh, Scott Herbert there gave us a tour of uh, the facilities there. Um, and then we also had, uh, and then gave us, you know, how they operate and you know, did a really good job. Um, then we went to uh, the fire department. Oh, fun. Uh, uh, were there, uh, Craig there, um, Greg had um, uh, shown us, did the same thing, walked, did a tour, which was fascinating, told us a lot about their engines and how they had acquired them, um, uh, their procedures, and a lot of things that I learned. Um, and he had us all very well, you know, he, he had folders for us and, and with their outlook for 2023 and projects that they're working on. And then after that, one of my favorite things was the Kalamazoo Lake Authority. Oh. Um, we went and saw the plant there where everything goes. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's the, cool. The processing plant there. Wow. Um, and uh, it, quite interesting 
to see, you know, where 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 everything goes. Yeah, you know? kind of gives you a new appreciation for everything too, doesn't it? It does. Like seeing how everything really does work. It does. Yeah. Daryl over there, the manager there, does a great job, and uh, we met with some of the board members, and uh, and again, they did a tour of the whole facility there. Uh, Jennifer Ludwig work, works there. Um, she'll be our uh, guest host next week. Oh, good. And um, and uh, she works back there in the office. Um, uh, but just I'm just fascinated to learn so many things. Oh, here, here's a little thing. Guess how long it takes for your when you flush your toilet. How long does it take to to get to the facility? I would. I don't. A day. Nope. Are yep. we, days are ta- like an hour. Days. Days. Yeah, forty days. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And it's quite a process. They have different different ponds out there where everything siphons into one pond into another pond as it huh. as it cleans and then it comes through the process or through the processing center there. Oh wow. Very interesting. That is interesting. I never would I actually I never thought about what happens after you flush your toilet to be yeah, honest with exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> it's mean, one of those things that yeah. you know we just don't think about and take for granted. Right. Um, yeah. But it's a very um you know, it's a it, it's a very tight you know f- a facility. You have to be. You know, they're really big on security too. Well, and I never yeah. thought of that either. Right? Yeah, because, I wouldn't think of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Who would want to do anything to that? Right. Right. Huh. So, so uh, it was quite interesting. So it was fascinating. Well, that's uh, got to be interesting then in the summertime when we like triple our population. Right. How that affects all of that too. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Huh. Found out where we got our water from. You know, we have uh, several wells throughout uh, Saugatuck and Douglas and the history of all that as well. And the water that we serve uh, that goes out to the uh, Allegan, I mean, the um, the uh, uh, township as well. Okay. So, yeah, quite interesting. Quite and that interesting. was all in one day? You did all, all in one things? day. It was oh all, my gosh. It was a whole day affair. Yeah. Um, we had lunch at the Butler and uh, and then we had goodies that were uh, provided. We had bagels and things like that for breakfast as well. So fun, yeah. They so they hooked what us a up. Full day, yeah. It was a full day, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, cool. uh, it was nice to spend the day with Helen Baldwin. She'll be on the show next week. Okay. Um, so so looking forward to uh, interviewing her. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So yeah. Busy week here. So that's then, exciting. So have you enjoyed your new city position? I have. It's yeah. very interesting. Is it kind of what you thought it was going to be? I have a big stack of books here at my desk. Yes. It's usually on my couch, but I moved over to straighten up sure. for all you guys today. Um, but I usually spend my day sitting there reading uh, several books. One of them, of course, Robert's Rules, and and uh, uh, and several uh, books. Of course, I have the city charter and other things as well. So. Um, uh, we did the MML training, uh, Michigan Municipal League for uh, new. So I'm yeah, I'm kind of delving into it, and the more I get interested in it, the more I come to find: Am I a nerd? Am I really a nerd? That's what I'm wondering. Because you know that when I get fascinated over these boring things, I think to myself, "Wow, I never thought I'd be so interested in these things." Right, but, right. But yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. Um, lots of holidays. I want. I want to get through this. We've got a lot of guests coming in. I'm looking okay. at Liz Wilson. She's coming in with her entourage. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. Help yourself up there. I did baking this morning, Liz. The little cheesecakes are I've delicious. Got there. I've got water there for you, girls. There's orange juice in the fridge. Or you know, help yourself to whatever you want. Um, they'll be on. And then, like I told you, Bob Janetsky. I'm I'm excited to have him on and Mark Beckin. But we've got 
got a lot of events to go over, and we usually do that in our second half hour, but I want to get through a lot of Let's them. Let's do it. Um, it's holidays, lots of holidays today. I know uh, CJ probably looked them up. He usually does. Today is National Bagel Day. Mm. Um, uh-huh. It's National Hat Day. Nice. So wear a hat. Um, it's uh, uh, also National Pothole Day. Oh, so that's, that's a big holiday that's a fitting here. Fitting one, yes. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah big, a big what? Kite day. Kite, it's a kite, kite day. day. Um, and National Strawberry Ice Cream Day as well. Um, it's also National Wikipedia Day. Oh, interesting. So most of these teenage kids think they're so smart. That's right. Just, they That's to, right. They go to the Wikipedia. They know everything. Um, <laughs> um, uh, but um, uh, but uh, those are a lot of things going on. Um, you guys will be working on events. You have beer on the boat and things like that. Yep. Lots of things going on. Oh, we do. Yes. Sword I like to give. Water. Yeah, I like to give the shout out to Sagatuck Brewing Company this afternoon because they always have those TVs there in their barrel room. It's a great place to watch the game. Um, they have happy hour pricing from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. today with four dollar pints of lager, five dollar mimosas. Wow. I know you like your mimosas. I do like a mimosa. Uh, and uh, and then and then so check them out today. Um, lots of stuff going on there at um, the Sagatuck Brewery. They have lots of events going on. Um, uh, you, you were talking about uh, trivia over at Guardian Brewery. Yeah, yeah. They do that on Wednesdays. Um, on Tuesdays, there's trivia here at Sagatuck Brewing Company. And um, so, you know, bring your smarty pants. And they've got lots of gifts. They give out like $30, $20, $10 gift cards. Nice. And so it's kind of, that's kind of fun to do. I'll have to hit that one also. But then you also brought up bingo at the Dunes Resort. Everybody loves yes. drag bingo. It is so fun if you have not been a go. <laughs> and that's Sundays at uh, the Dunes Resort. Yes. Um, that starts at 4 p.m. Um, and they and, have great drink prices, and yeah, it's just, it's only a dollar to play. Yeah, yeah, it's so fun. Yeah, it is fun, and uh, I like to go as well um, when I have the time. Um, but uh, you know who else has uh, bingo on Wednesday nights? Is back to the Saga Tuck Brewing Company. Oh, really? And uh, you can join them every Wednesday night. They've got prizes for first, second, and third place. Um, and uh, so yeah, so you can play bingo about anywhere in town. Any time of the day. Yeah, bingo, trivia, we got it all here in Saga Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you know what, what better combination? We're talking, you're talking about beer on the boat. Mm-hmm. I wanted to bring up beer, yep. beer and yoga. Yes. Uh, here on Saturday, January 21st, and that's at Wicks Park Bar and Grill. You know April yeah. from Encompass. She's been yeah. on the show before. Yeah, she does yoga on the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and they'll have a 45-minute beginner-level yoga. So if you've never done yoga before, you can join in. And it's followed by a complimentary beer. That's awesome. So there's something there to... April does such a good job with, you know, like trying to freshen it all up and try different things and mm-hmm. get people moving different events yeah they've got a saint patrick's day crawl coming up. yes i saw that so we'll be talking about that in weeks to come as well um i, I just i keep flick 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 i want to get through all these events yeah. real quick um uh you know um have you ever been to fell in love farm i actually have not that's a that's a that's a really neat little farm over there in fenville um, and uh, uh, they're at uh, 6364 144th Avenue. And, of course, you can go to their website, fellinlovefarm.com. This, this is a fun thing that, you know, you can take your kids to on the 21st. Um, you visit the wonderful, diverse animals before they go to their barns for the night. You'll walk three-fourth mile of a nature trail, view lights and winter decor at the farm. 
they suggest a $5 donation for the nonprofit. Of course, you can uh, uh, t- uh, text your date and number Mm. Um, uh, uh, the day, uh, the date that you're attending, you can text all that to six one six two eight three seven five 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 to let them know that you'd like to go pet the ponies. Yeah, pet yeah. the ponies. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, and so that that's a neat thing to take your kids to. Always fun things. To, you know, we might not have a lot of snow yet because I always like to suggest people to go downstairs to land sharks and get their snowshoes and skis but I can't do that yet yeah I know um, and I'm looking in the forecast I'm not sad about it though I'm not gonna lie I'm kind of missing the snow are you I am oh I don't miss it I like a little snow um uh next week we've got um a gentleman's gonna be on the show i'm looking forward to him his name's bob woods Mm. and um he recently spent five weeks traveling and volunteering in ukraine oh wow that's good for him Uh uh-huh and he volunteered um uh he packed uh backpacks at uh warehouses um uh he transferred supplies he worked with orphans um and uh and he was provided with a wonderful opportunity to teach for two weeks at the Ukrainian Catholic University. Hmm. In, that must have been, I would consider that a life-changing trip, I bet. Yeah. Um, a little bit, yeah. It's, uh, uh, he, he's doing a talk on it at the Sagatag Brewing uh, and Pub and Barrel Room. Boy, I'm giving them a lot of shout-outs right? today. No doubt. We, we need to get them on as a sponsor. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's going to be on the show the day before, a week okay. from tomorrow. And so we're going to sit down and talk with him. And uh, find out, that, but the but the event there that everybody can visit will be from six to seven thirty on the twenty third. That's a Monday at the Sagatech Brewing Company, and so um, that should be really interesting. Looking forward to finding out what it's really what it's really like there. We see so much of it on the news and what's going on, and we have a lot of support for that. I think as Americans, you know, um, I think we have a, a lot in common um, uh, with the you know holding on to our land and that kind of thing. Right. So. Right. So, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we did talk about, I, I will give out Land Sharks a little, a little shout out because they're getting ready for the 11th annual penny sale. Oh, yes, I saw that on Facebook. Everybody knows that. Oh, that's exciting. It, it, Buy something, see. get something for a penny. Mm-hmm. It's uh, mainly shoes, but they also have clothing deals as well, penny, uh, penny clothing deals as well. It'll be Thursday, February 2nd, uh, and 3rd and 4th. And through the 5th, it'll be the whole weekend. They'll be closed on Thursday on February 2nd until 4 p.m. as they get ready. Yeah. Then they'll open the doors at 4. And uh, and uh, sales sales will be happening. Yeah, that sounds like a good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I just keep rambling, rambling about these events, but look who's out there working I hard. know, I see them emptying the trash cans. Thank you so much for keeping Sagatuck clean. They do a good job, don't they? They do. They actually do do a great job. Uh-huh. We're and, very lucky. Yeah, very lucky. You know, uh, when we were there with Scott at the DPW visiting on Wednesday, he was uh, let us know, and I, I, I don't think a lot of people know, that um, our staff at the DPW, we've only got about four or five full-time people. Wow. That take care of this job. Huh. And so... Um, and then do they hire more people in the summer? Like, just for the summer haul? More part-time. Okay, uh-huh. yep. Uh-huh. And, uh, and uh, so it's um, it, it's quite a thing to see, you know, all of the work that they do. And uh, so a lot of people don't... That's another thing you take advantage of. Right, you yeah, we take for granted. Because we're busy here on the weekends. Uh, weekends think? in Saugatuck are still busy. So, Even yeah. here in the winter. Yeah. Right, yeah. So yeah. kudos to them for doing it all 
with you know i was out yesterday you know across the street um going out for business the painting store yeah yeah they're really going out of business really they're yeah. gonna like leave the building going out for business is going out of, of business, business now after 40 years um, are they retiring or well it says under new ownership oh my um and there, it's going to be a new store called Sagatuck decorator outlet interesting so yeah i'm, I'm working on my investigations with we'll that have right to have now. them on the show i have my suspicions yes yeah i do I do. Suspicious minds. Yeah, so, so yeah, <laughs> things are moving and shaking around town. Um, yeah, I'd like to have John on the show um, and uh, and ask him exactly what does he go on. Yeah, what's going on what, over there? What, what are you talking about? Um, uh, but but we'll find out about that um, as well. Um, and then uh, every year, this has been going on for quite a while. Um, the Sagatuck Center for the Arts introduces their Hempy Keyboard Series. And uh, it's uh, inspiring talent for professional pianists in a boutique setting at the Sagatuck Center for the Arts. And everything from classical to jazz, music lovers, they'll all relish the range of performers in their special, specially curated 2023 lineup. It was specially curated. Specially? Not just curated. Did you say hemp? Yeah. yeah. Hempy. Hempy? Hempy. So I, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. you know. That's maybe there's a hookah lounge. Right, there might be. I, who knows? I don't know. We're gonna have to go and find <laughs> out. Uh, January twenty second. Here's the lineup. You, of course, you can go to their website at sc4a.com. That's sc the number four a dot org. Um, you can see all their exhibits and uh, entertainment. Um, uh, that they've got lined up as they're getting ready for their summer season. Um, they always have about three off-Broadway hits throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gene and I had the pleasure last year of working on the um, on the set of the um, Little Shop of Horrors. That's right. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did some of the silk flowers in the background, and and, uh, and that was fun to to be a part of. And also went to that play as well. So I usually try to catch one or two a year. I am a lifetime member of the Sagatuck Center for oh, the Arts. Oh, awesome! That's and uh, proudly. That's exciting. And um, and so, but the, with the Hempy Keyboard Series, the January twenty second, we've got Feng Kang, F E N G K A N G. Feng Kang. That's kind of a cool name. It is a cool name. Um, and then February 5th, Jordan Anderson. Um, these are all at 2 p.m. Um, and uh, and they're on Sundays. Um, Pierre and Sophie van der Westhusen. I think I pronounced that right. It sounds good. Yeah, it did sound good. That's February 10th. And then Julia Russ on March 5th. Nice. So they and they have it. cocktails there. Oh, you can yeah. have a nice cocktail yeah. and some relaxing music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sounds like a great Sunday. Yep, they keep a full bar there. So, yeah, Sagatuck Center for the Arts uh, always has a lot going on um, uh, there as well. Um, I wanted to uh, also let everybody know that the Douglas Elementary is looking for two to three volunteers to read for some of the kiddos. Do you want to read Aww. a book? Actually, I'm volunteering four days now in Hamilton at schools. What are you doing there? Yeah, um, I'm helping with the robotics team, which makes me feel like an idiot because I I don't know much about it. But, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, but my son is on the team, so uh-huh. anything I can do, you know, when they're in high school to to still be involved in their lives, I'm in. Um, and I am also volunteering at Blue Star Elementary School on Fridays, mm-hmm. and I hang out with the third graders there and. 
Yeah, and then on Quiz Bowl, my son's in Quiz Bowl too, so I kind of help out when needed there. So. Well, you are staying busy. I am staying busy. Yeah, yeah. it's fun to be involved in that kind of stuff because I can't really do anything in the summer because I'm so busy. Yeah, the robotics, do they fight with each other? or No, it's this huge, it's honestly it's very this... overwhelming. It's, this, it's, it's FIRST. It's called FIRST Robotics, and it's uh-huh. like a national, international foundation yeah cj shaking his head he knows all about it i'm sure i might does. have to talk to him about it afterwards yeah but they come up with like a new challenge every year and it's very specific and all these rules and then the robotics team has to make a robot that accomplishes the tasks in this challenge for this year and huh. the competition's at the end of march huh. so yeah so they're always looking for sponsorships and mentors and all this kind of stuff yeah and it's amazing to me how those kids just kind of think of that stuff because my brain doesn't work that way right yeah and it's it's amazing to and, me does saga tech have that do they have the robotics team there at saga tech high school so. they uh, yeah they do oh cool yeah that would be fun that would be fun to watch um uh but uh, back to the douglas elementary yes, yes uh two to three volunteers to read some of the kiddos that sounds like a lot of fun for about an hour if you're interested just send an email to heidi vandepole at hv h vandenpole that's h-v-a-n-d-e-p-o-e-l at sagatuckps.com. Such a fun way to volunteer. Um, yeah, and kids really enjoy being read to, and I feel like that doesn't happen at home as much as it used to. Yeah, yeah. I, I know you can contact cents. anyone yeah. there at the Douglas Elementary and say, I want to volunteer, yeah. and they'll put you to work. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, also, um, it, they're already talking about summer. Yes, people it'll are, be here before we know people it. People are already talking about yes. summer. The Outdoor Discovery Center camps are already um, signing up for registration for summer camp. Those fill up pretty quick. They, they have do. amazing programs there. They do. And um, you, know, you want to take a look at their website you know, to, to find out you know, exactly everything that they've got planned. But registration starts on February 1st. It's just around the corner. Um, their website is outdoordiscovery.org slash programs camps uh, um, you register if you've got questions give them a call at 616-393-9453 of course you can email camps at outdoordiscovery.org um, check out their website you'll see the 21 camps 21 camps that they have planned a lot. for this upcoming summer and start planning your summer of fun now if i was a parent i'd be all about summer camps Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Uh, um, if you're a member, um, you can get a 20% discount on all of your camps. So check out their membership page. They're on their website, and you can get a little discount. Are we getting music to get Uh-oh. off the air? Yeah. Is it like, like, I feel like we're at the Golden Globes right now. Uh, the yeah. music's going. All yeah. right. Uh-huh. We're done talking. I know. It's, <laughs> it's time to move along. We've got a great lineup today. We've got Liz Wilson and Kevin Trangali. We've got a couple of the girl, girls back there from the basketball team. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about Title IX. Woo-hoo, Title I IX. have no idea. Well, we're going to find out. I hope so. We'll also have Bob Janetsky from the Allegan County Clerk Office and Mark Beckham from Sagatuck Harbor Insurance. All right. We've got a really big show. Let's do it. Up. We'll be right back. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday here on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. Grab another cup of coffee. We'll be right back.
We're back. Are you enjoying your little goodies? It is delicious. The cheesecake is so awesome. I was busy in the kitchen. Yes, I, made I can homemade, tell. I made homemade coffee cake, and I made mini cheesecakes. I know, it's so good. All from scratch. I didn't. That's not a box. I don't use boxes. I, it didn't taste like a box. So it's good stuff, good <laughs> stuff. Um, a little shout-out to Wishbone. Um, they are in the need for dog food and cat food. In oh, fact, okay. Um, uh, Allegan County uh, Shelter as well are running low on donations for dog food and cat food so if you'd like to pick up some or maybe you've got some around the house um drop it off over at wishbone they're in douglas right next to uh lakeshore or lakeside lakeside lakeshore convenience lakeside convenience lakeside convenience lakeshore i don't know Uh oh that's that's yeah yeah, that's That's a highway though so easy way to give back to the community right right Right, right. Um, been wanting to have uh, Liz on. She hasn't been on in a while, and and so not only did Liz come, but she brought her entourage of people. Woo-hoo! They're all going to have to work the runway yeah, stay as turns. we get that Don't disco ball other. down and work and work. Woo! Look at those moves. Look who's here. Look um, who's here. I'm Erin Muller. Erin Muller. I'm a senior at Team. Member of the girls' varsity? Yes. Varsity? You're old enough to be varsity? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love how it's old people? I think anybody under 30 is too young. Well, she said she was a senior, so. <laughs> yeah, wow. Congratulations. Your last year, right? Yes. Are you excited? I am. Are you, are you, are you already tearing up because, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's an emotional place. thing, but I'm also very excited to be moving on to college. So. <laughs> and uh, and then we also have with us? Um, and then I'm Haley Rivera, and I'm also a senior on the basketball team. On the basketball team, yes. both girls on the basketball team. Now, um, how long have you been in basketball? Your entire high school or through, yeah, throughout? Yeah, honestly, or? since I can remember, since I was just a little kid doing Start Smart at the elementary school. Uh-huh. Yeah, we both played together since rec ball. Like, we've been on the same team for the all the years that we've been playing. Oh, cool. So you guys are besties, kind of? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, 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 now, um, you, how, how's the team doing? How you girls doing? We're doing pretty good this what's, year. What's your, your, you won this many, lost this many? Maybe the coach knows. There's We've got Kevin Trigali uh, is also in the studio here. Am I pronouncing your last name? Yeah, that's that's close enough. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, Kevin, get up to the mic here. You're uh, the girls' coach, right? That's right. Yep. Yeah, this is, I believe, I'm at my 15th season. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. I'm the girls, so I've been here a little while. Uh-huh. And, yeah, both Haley and Aaron are our two captains. We have phenomenal leadership this year. So um, to move forward with this amazing celebration we're going to have on Friday, uh, I could not ask for two better leaders to kind of help uh, pave this path as we look forward to our Title IX celebration. Yeah, nice. Title IX. Yeah, t- tell us a little bit about what Title IX is. I, you know, of course, you know, Liz was so good about emailing me lots of information, and we did talk a, a little bit about it last week, Patty Berry and I. Okay. I, I didn't think we had enough information, so I'm glad to have you guys back on. Um, it's the anniversary of the passage of the title, which helped to afford access to educational and athletic opportunities for all. Yeah, so it was passed in 1972, and it was basically stating that there should be no discrimination against sex, um, like that's about something that's federally funded by the government. Oh, okay. So like any education programs, stuff like administrations, acceptance rates, and other things like that, and then also athletics opportunities and other stuff. Uh Uh-huh. And so Title IX, 
was uh, before that happened, um, there wasn't an equal playing field for everybody? No, not necessarily. I mean, the especially well, specifically in athletics, uh-huh. men had a lot more opportunities than women did. And I'm referring to athletics because that's where we see it most at right. our age. But they had a lot more opportunities than the women did. So when this was passed, it kind of stated that there needs to be those equal opportunities provided. Oh, okay. Prior to, prior to 1972, before this act was um, turned into a law, less than 6% of high school age girl athletes um, participated in, in athletics. Really? So there were very few teams, um, you know, they always, and then when there were, there were secondhand opportunities, uh, definitely an unequal playing field. But, yeah, less than 6%. That number is now close to 50%. So it's, it's, the, the playing field is literally evening out. Oh, so wow. was Title IX, is that like a national thing or a state thing, or do you yeah, know? it's a national thing. It's okay. an act that was passed by President Nixon okay. back in 1972. Nice. Oh, wow. Wow, that's uh, that's interesting to know. You yeah. know, I just figured, you know, girls were always getting their chance, you know. But, uh, <laughs> no, come on, Gregory. <laughs> we still don't get a fair chance. <laughs> um, when we, um, you know, my, my goals were this with this. You know, we have this... I have a great young group of girls, young ladies, and the fact that we are just literally in the midst of so many legendary women whose journey was directly impacted by Title IX. They all live around and amongst us. Um, some names, just just to name a few, um, Karen Langland, uh, she is the former Michigan State basketball coach for, for women at Michigan State. Sue Carvara, another retired legend at Central Michigan. Marcy Weston, um, she did some phenomenal things in athletic administration and volleyball up at Central. She's also a school board member of ours. Um, Carrie Becker, yep, she is an, the current athletic director at Grand Valley State. I mean, I could go on and on and on. So uh-huh. to, um, to take advantage of, of these women amongst us and tie it in with the fact it's the 50-year anniversary um, it's a great way for these young gals to kind of understand and appreciate the journey to get to this point. I agree. That's yeah. that is awesome. I because yeah, I had no idea what it was, so it should be celebrated. So you guys did a bunch of interviews, right? Is that what I'm understanding? Yes, that's correct. So everyone on the basketball team was paired up with another player, and we all got to got the opportunity to talk to um, these amazing women who have made major accomplishments um, on the basis of Title IX at a college that they were working at or coaching at. Uh-huh. And now, after completing those interviews, had you noticed any changes that have occurred in this school here, Sagatuck uh, uh, School, um, uh, what it was like for them before Title IX? What, what was it like? Yeah, so after I got the chance to interview two of these women, and the main, a lot of their focus was how they just weren't even receiving the same opportunities, which it came down to, like, practice times. Like, some of these D1 athletics were receiving one practice time a week, whereas oh. the men were able to practice every day they wanted, get the times they wanted that worked for their classes, huh. and the female teams were not able to have those opportunities. <laughs> and just looking back on it now or looking at what we have – like, especially with basketball currently, like, the our boys' team and the girls' team, they 
we have only two gyms and we have to fit multiple different teams in them and we're trading off practice times. So sometimes we'll get the early practice time, which is usually the better time, and the boys will get the later one or the boys will get the early practice time and we'll wait. But okay. it's kind of more of a fair trade-off when after speaking with these women, there was no trade-off. It was strictly the men got the better times or the better opportunities. Wow. Well, that surprises me because, you know, Sagatuck's always been diverse. I would think that, you know, even, you know, 50 years ago that, you know, we, but I guess not. you got to have the money, don't you? And, you know, some of that has to do with funding, right? Federal funding. Um, uh, uh, so um, how is, now what's going on here? Uh, how is your school going to celebrate uh, Title Nine? And that's coming up on, uh, is that right? This coming the 20th. Friday? Friday. Yeah, yeah, the, Friday. yeah, the 20th. That's this Friday. And the doors open at 5 p.m. Is that correct? That's what I understand. What do you got? What, what's the show? What's, what do we expect? Um, well, so Friday, there is a boys and girls home basketball game. And so beforehand, we're going to have in our collaborative space, we're going to have a bunch of photos out and just presentations to kind of show what we learned during our interviews. And then in between games, we're going to have we're going to be able to recognize these women and along with a bunch of other Saugatuck alumni who are also athletes mm -hmm. and just honor them during the time in between our games. Oh, okay. Okay. Liz, Liz has done a great job behind the scenes with all this. She has been reaching out for the past month since we've kind of started this vision to reach out to our alumni, particularly our female alumni. And then again, to tie, kind of tie that in with these, we, we call them legacy ladies. That's kind of, I don't know. That's just kind of what we've been saying um, that have lived around us and have been um, such a big part of title nine and uh -huh. its journey. So, um, going to celebrate them going to have a little hospitality room kind of reminisce hopefully hear some uh -huh. stories the girls with these interviews will, will have put together some um kind of like a presentation they'll be presented on easels like garen was saying or Haley was saying um in the collab space uh -huh. and um you know just take advantage of having these women in our community and celebrating who who are some of the women uh, are there any of them that we know i mean is lizingle is she in it i mean uh, how about how about laura durham you know did those girls play basketball you know i don't know i mean i might know someone you know you might interesting fact the first girls basketball team at saga tech high school was 1960 oh and they made their own uniforms they had pennies oh wow and oh, wow. the numbers were made out of tape Oh, really? So right now I'm reaching out to more alumni and gathering more pictures for, um, we're going to have a rotating slideshow, and I've got a ton of pictures from last night. Liz Engel hasn't sent me a thing, but I know she played sports. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh, she needs to get in on this. I know. Yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, uh, and after the presentation, um, uh, 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 the Trailblazer girls, um, you'll take to court, right? Correct. So, actually, the boys' team is late, um, before us. Uh -huh. so they start at 6 p.m., and then we'll follow the later game. Saving the best for last. Yeah, saving the best <laughs> for last. Um, I hear exciting news. You girls are going to be on TV this week, too, right? That is correct. Ooh. Um, what TV? We should look for that. What uh, uh, You mentioned when you walked in, uh, Liz, on the on Thursday, right? Thursday at 8.30, 8.45? Uh-huh. Uh, so Thursday morning, turn on the TV, and yeah, and you'll see Heidi and Aaron on TV. 
That's, that's exciting. I, I see you, girl, you girls. You're doing the media dist, or uh, the media uh, the media tour. tour yeah, because yeah. uh, uh, you guys were yesterday morning. We're on Mike Johnson's show uh, from Jethro, uh, ninety four point nine, and um, and then now you're of course here. And <laughs> right, then, save and the then, best for last. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to be on TV. So this is pretty exciting for you, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's very exciting. Uh-huh. We also have WZZM coming down Tuesday to interview these two. And then stay for their game on Monday uh-huh. and uh, take some photo or uh, live shots so we can see them in action. We're trying to really generate this to the community and make them aware of what this is and what these legendary coaches went through versus now what they have, have found out. And their, our goal is to educate the younger girls coming up to about this wasn't always a privilege that they had. Right. Right, right, and teaching them that, yeah, this does, yeah. Um, for 50 years, though, um, that's that's quite a long time. Um, you girls, um, uh, uh, you're, you're playing basketball, and are you are you working on maybe scholarship type of stuff, or or um, as as you go on to college, do you plan on continuing basketball through college? Um, I personally do not plan on playing in college, uh-huh. just for what I'm going for. I I'm not interested in continuing. I'll probably play maybe some type of intramural, but not for college specifically tell me what do you think other than you know playing a game and of course you know uh, uh learning about competition and uh sportsmanship what else have you learned um from playing basketball i mean for me basketball and any other sport that i play or have played at Sogtuck, it's been way more than just a sport and you really create a family with the girls that you're playing with mm-hmm. um and i would have never been so outgoing without them because the family that you create with them, you continue in school and you create your network. And it's just a great experience that you get to play with them all your life. And it is very sad that it's ending this season. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm really excited to see how they play as we move on and they grow with themselves. So that's exciting. So you, you've learned a lot of things that you can take along with your life, not just sports orientated, but other things, skills. Um, like you said, social skills and mm-hmm. things like that that you can take with and you. Leadership yeah. skills. Leadership. I mean, if they're both, you know, captains, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah Teamwork, how to work well with others. Right, yeah. right. And um, do all the girls listen to you? I mean, we like to think they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, so um, after, um, and, and then also, uh, Haley, um, what what are you going into after school? What, you girls have already decided what your future plans are already? Um, I, I know I'm going to college. I haven't quite decided where, yeah. and my major is still a little bit undetermined. Right. Currently, I'm leaning towards psychology. Oh, wow. But I'm not quite sure what I want to do with yeah. that. But as of right now, I've kind of narrowed down my college search. Uh-huh. I would encourage psychology. I think a lot of people need help in this world. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Liz, um, let, let's get you back at the mic here for, for a minute here. How long have you worked with the uh, Saugatuck Public Schools here? I've had you on the show before, but I'm just your... I'm in my 30th year. Wow, 30 years. That's, that's awesome. A, that's a long time. Things have changed quite a bit. When you started, what what did you do with the sc- in the school? I was the athletic secretary and guidance office secretary, uh-huh. and it wasn't nearly what it is today. Right, right. So you've been working with the athletic department for almost the whole time that mm-hmm. you've been there, right? Yep. So that's what's fun about getting the alumni back. I, 
asked everybody to send me pictures. I woke up to my email this morning. I bet I have 100 pictures to put in there. Um, <laughs> one of the other things I want to mention is we did a, a almost a survey that I sent to all of our former athletes that I could get a hold of. So if I missed you, send me an email. Uh-huh. Um, and one of the questions was, what did the impact of sports have on your life? And so we're putting together a brochure of all the quotes these girls sent. And I cried literally reading all of them, including one from my daughter, just about how much Sherry Austin impacted her life or the coaches that came before that, even going back to when I was in school. Mm-hmm. Um, I played softball for one year and mostly sat on the bench, but, you know, it was still fun. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It, it really has evolved. And I will get you a copy of that brochure so you can see it next week because it's so phenomenal. Of, yeah, of like what this. these former players have said about Title IX, athletics, all the memories. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty heart-wrenching. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah. We're very excited. Yeah. Um, Kevin, you've been coaching for 15 years now. Well, yeah, 15 years with the girls. With the Way girls. back in the 90s. Uh-huh. In the mid-90s, I was also the, the boys' coach. So all in all, about 25 years. But wow. But you have kids that grew up in the system as well, right? I, well, Are I cur- they still? I currently do. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I just have. I have a, a sophomore and a and a third grader. So okay. So they'll be hope- they're around for a while and see all these great changes um, that's happening at the school uh-huh. um, with you know just starting uh, construction and the elementary school is phenomenal now. If you haven't oh, been it's there, beautiful. you gotta check yeah. that out. And there's already been just some some significant physical differences in the high school too and that's only going to start to continue to look nicer. Yeah, yeah. I I was going to ask Liz about that. I know you're not on the detail of what's going on there, but I I, I was trying to get something about what's going on over there. Um I know you guys are working on the construction over there, Liz. Well, actually, they finished the band wing, which is absolutely gorgeous. So the band has a whole new wing. Whole new wing. Oh, that's great. Practice rooms. Uh, choir room. Mm-hmm. And right now they're sharing it with um, some classrooms because uh, our offices are going to be torn down starting mid-February. So they're going to start building um, drywalls, drywall to make little tunnels and whatnot so you can get where you're going because the whole front of the building is just going to get demolished and then it's going to be a brand new build. Oh, really? So Wow. Uh, in the meantime, um, we move into our new offices, which are central administration, uh-huh. for 18 months. Okay. So when you come to the school now, the only way to get in is to buzz in through that front, front entrance. Okay. Um, because by Monday, everything is just going to be – uh, chain link fenced off so that's the right. only entry right now um, so we're adapting to trying to get everything from 30 years moved over to our new uh, space right. and then again we'll move in 18 more months so right. uh, it's it's pretty exciting watching it grow it's yeah I, I had no idea you were redoing the front of that building boy that's that's quite a uh, quite a build there uh, it was built in 1974 yeah so I think so it's, time. it's time yeah right um, are you guys getting all new furniture too Oh, like yes. you know, lazy boys. And- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I do believe the furniture we have in the administrative offices from Hayworth. Um, we haven't designed what's going to be in the, our offices as as far as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, everything's getting a fresh lift, facelift. Um, classrooms are getting all new furniture because some of that stuff is the original from 1974. Oh, geez. So wow. <laughs> it's it's time. Yeah. And we're so excited to go through this. It's it's tough to manage, but somehow with our, our kids and our staff, we just 
we're going to sail through this with a big smile the entire time. Right, That'll right. That'll be worth it. Yeah, I know, I, yeah. I know it was a little uh, struggle to, to get the money to do that, but I'm glad that uh, the community came through and finally approved that. So I'm happy for all of you there. Thank you. Um, Kevin? Yeah, yeah, I like to – I mean, this is a, a good lead-in. Um, Title IX is, is a great opportunity to come. If, you, if you're not a fan of Saugatuck schools or, or just aren't familiar with it or you don't have a connection with it, uh, Friday is a great opportunity because the one thing I feel being, you know, I wear a couple different hats in this town as a, as a local business owner right. and, and involved in the school as I am and then seeing the struggle through the millage process that you just mentioned. The biggest thing I, I recognize is there's still a disconnect between community and schools. Uh -huh. So we're trying to do a lot of different things to bridge that gap. Um, we're, we've had some great volunteers step up over the fall and so far in the winter with just like taking tickets um, that have never been in the school before. We've had new people stepping up to help sponsor and promote, uh, like Cabri Martinez. She's uh, the new state farm agent over right. in Douglas. She's really stepped up. So it's an opportunity to, to kind of bridge that gap. Where I came from, the whole town, it was just what you did. Friday night, you'd go grab a bite to eat, right. and then you'd go to the high school football game or in the winter, the high school basketball game, whether you had kids in the school or uh -huh. not. Um, Garn Lewis is another lady who's just, you know, I, I would keep saying all these names, but with the name change of our school recently, with these ladies are true trailblazers. And uh, Garn Lewis, who's politically involved, she's really stepped forward with being involved in the school as well. So right. it's a great opportunity if, if you, even if you don't have um, a player in the game, so to speak. Uh -huh. Come out and support your local school because oh, yeah. community starts with our, with your school system. Yeah, when um, I started uh, running for city council, I started going to Friday night football games. It was fun. Erin yeah. uh, Mullenhouse, she works in the um, uh, the concession stand, which is always one of my favorite parts about yes. sports. Um, and uh, <laughs> and would go over there and get a hot dog or you know whatever. Another place to volunteer. We're always looking for concession stand workers and ticket takers. I might take you up on that. Love that. Um, that would be uh, fun. It would be fun. Then you get to see um, I know Aaron always has a blast yeah. uh, back there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was always my fun thing. Even when my brothers were football players. And I was always into band and drama and art. I was the oddball out of our family. But I would go help my mom in the concession stand. Yeah, you know, that's fun. slices of pizza. And I felt so important, you know. I've got a spot for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but I started going, even a person like me, and really enjoyed it. Because there's, there's, it's not just the game. There's the whole social thing around the game as well. It's a great place to get to know your town. Right, um, yeah. And get to, to get to know community. the people yeah. in your town and your community yeah. as well. So... Um, yeah, so yet we see all you guys come down here for music in the park and all the events that the shopkeepers put on. So I think it's only fair that we participate in your events as well. So. And most of their employees are our, are our students. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's um, true. Good Kevin, point. Kevin, you own Bella Vida. I wanted to give you a shout out there for Bella Vida there. What do you guys do there at Bella Vida? So You're, yeah, you know it's it's uh, we where where do I start? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. You started off owning that building, um, and uh, uh, you guys had a salon up there for a while. Yeah, it started off that way. Mm -hmm. um, it was not the path we thought we were going. I was in a whole nother field. I remember when you when you remodeled that whole building and you did a tour for a lot of us business owners, and we were able to see the beautiful suites yeah, and all that you. that you guys had built there. Thank you. Yeah, it was. I got to give my wife credit, Lindsay. 
idea. It was her vision. Um, we just had a lot of guests come up who, when we had this salon and just right. say, like, where can we stay that, you know, wasn't maybe so Victorian or some just a different something a little bit more modern, modern something contemporary. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's kind of how that all spawned out. They're beautiful suites, yeah. by the way. It's the, the old Leland Building okay. um, uh, over there on uh, uh, Butler Street. What's yeah. the address there? One thirty three Butler. One thirty three Butler, and you guys also do vacation rentals as well. Right, right. So that's kind of just evolved into managing other people's properties. Right. People thought we, you know, we earned a great reputation. Uh-huh. Would you manage my property as well? So. You know, we all know there's a there's a lot of those in town, but right. uh, we have yeah we manage about forty rental properties oh, in wow. addition wow. to the seven suites that are at Bella Vita. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Well, good for you. Just wanted to give you a little shout out. Thank you. Where do we find Bella Vita on your website or? Yeah, Bella Vita Vacation Rentals. Vacation yeah. Rentals. Okay, very good. I just wanted to yeah, give you a little shout awesome. out. For yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Want to thank you for twenty five years um, of uh, of uh, volunteering with the schools. Yeah. Well, it's a labor of love. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have yeah. we have fun and. It, and girls like Haley and Aaron are why I keep coming back. Um, they just, you know, it makes me feel young. I look forward to going to practice every day and working with these guys. Um, uh-huh. And there's so much more than just the X's and O's, like, things like this. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we visit nursing homes over Christmas. Oh, yeah? We're, we're going to go to Kids Food Basket. Um uh, next month, so you so know. you take the kids and do a yeah, lot of uh, community absolutely. volunteer work and absolutely. things like. Yeah. Oh, that's absolutely. really cool. Try to get these guys out of their comfort zone a little bit. These girls, you both of you have been very charming on the show. I want to tell you that um, they're not your typical millennials. Or wait a minute, no, you're not millennial. You're are you Gen something or I don't, I don't even know what know they what call I, it. Yeah, but, I couldn't tell you. I mean, they look at me in the eye. They're engaging. Yes, there is hope for our youth. There is hope. <laughs> yes. Thank you, ladies, for instilling hope. <laughs> right. Um, and Liz Wilson, I want to thank all of you for being on the show and letting us know about Title IX. And that's uh, this coming uh, Friday. Doors will open at 5 p.m. Help celebrate the passage of Title IX, which helped uh, afford access to educational and athletic opportunities for all specifically girls yeah and check them out on the news tuesday yeah d- yeah yes. thursday, thursday thursday morning thursday on, on morning they'll be on tv if you want to see your friends Haley and aaron on tv they're going to be on tv thursday morning um uh, it's going to be fun title nine um a whole barrage of events are there going to be snacks yeah yes we have special cupcakes for uh, Title IX, they'll have a little insignia of Title IX oh. on it. Uh, another shout out to State Farm because she's taking care of so much of the detail. Uh-huh. Um, she's having a maid, and um, Bigby is doing coffee, lemonade. So yes, there'll be snacks. Wow, Bigby and coffee and lemonade and free snacks. That's, that's what gets me. <laughs> there you go. Uh, short presentation regarding the impact of Title IX will begin at 7:30 p.m. and then the girls will hit the court and play as well. Hey, thanks for being on. Thank you so much. And uh, good luck. Um, uh, I'll see you Friday night. I'm going to take a little stop by and get, nice. get a cupcake. I want there one you of those go. Cupcakes. So, awesome. Thanks, thanks for coming on. Thank you so yeah, much. Thanks for yep. having us. Yep. And thank you for listening. Hey, we've got Bob Janetsky in the wing there. He's over there perusing our baked goods. He just got a uh, cup of coffee. We're anxious to have him on from the Allegan County Clerk. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday with my wonderful host. Sunday Fun Day, Gregory and Jules. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com.
morning. Good morning. <laughs> the sun's coming up over it by the hill. It is coming up. It looks beautiful. It's There's be people walking day. their dogs, and the roads are clear of snow. It's a great day to come to Sagatuck. We just had uh, Liz Wilson and uh, Kevin Tringali, uh, the coach of the uh, girls' bas- basketball team. Yeah, that uh, was we, really interesting. Haley and good. Aaron, the captains mm-hmm. there, and talking about Title IX. They're going to have cupcakes and snacks there. We're, they talked about Bigby. Today, you know, you can get half off your bagel. They're cel- oh, really? They're celebrating Bagel Day. No, oh, so good. when you buy a 24-ounce specialty coffee, you'll get half off your bagel. I have to hit that on my way home. Well, tell them Greg said I will. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 you know, we're uh, as I was running for city council. You know, I had to do a lot of different things, and I like got the what? What did you have to do to get on that? <laughs> I don't know if I can share all of that on the air, uh, right. or that I should. Right. Uh, but one of my, the favorite things that I got to do was to meet personally somebody that I'd known, seen walk his dog in town. Um, is uh, is uh, the Allegan County Clerk is in the house right now. Oh, yes. Here he comes. Let's see his deeds. Oh, wow. Look at those moves. (laughs) Welcome to the studio, Bob Janetsky. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, Jules. It's great to be on uh, Sundays in Saga Town. Thank you. It's um, uh, good to have you here as well. Um, uh, Bob Janetsky, uh, you've been with the Allegan County Clerk as that position for how long now? I I first got elected in 2016 and uh, was re-elected in 2020. Now, nice. Now, that's interesting because our clerk is a uh, city uh, employee hired position. Um, you have to vote for the city clerk in Allegan? For the, for the county clerk. I'm that, sorry, county clerk? Matter of fact, that's uh, in the state constitution that those are constitutionally elected offices at the county level. For the, uh, at the city level, those are appointed by the city council or the city manager. And uh, at the township level, those also are, are elected every four years. Hmm. Oh, very interesting. So we're, we're learning so much today. I know we are. Bob, where are you originally from? <laughs> I was. We born, like to ask yeah, that to everybody because yeah, yeah. a lot of us are transplants. Yeah, no, Not yeah. too many people that are born here stay here. Uh, I was born in Queens, New York, but I was up on the top of Mount Baldhead by six months old. So, oh, so wow. oh, I was reading that. Yeah. Did, did you climb it yourself at not, six not, years no, old? No, my mom carried me up. Oh, okay. She, very active, so all right, very good. And uh, we, uh, my family's had a, a presence here since uh, since 1920 or so. Oh, okay, oh, wow. yeah. Uh, my grandparents, who uh, originally are from Chicago, spent their honeymoon up uh, on a, a cottage at the foot of Mount Baldhead. Oh, really? Aww. Yeah. Aww. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, that is nice. Um, and uh, so you guys, your family spent summers here. Is that what? You- yep, yep. Uh, I grew up in Wheaton, Illinois. Spent summers here uh, from. From early on, and and uh, as soon as I got to decide where I wanted to live, uh, it was definitely West Michigan, and and it was here. Yeah, I hear that story many times from people. So you moved here full time. Where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to college at Auburn University in uh-huh. uh, Alabama. Oh, and, okay. Uh, played there on a soccer scholarship. So I've oh. been uh, close uh, kindred spirits there with uh, Christine Murphy over at Wicks Park because okay. she played volleyball at Auburn. Oh, um, just a few years after I left. Yeah, yeah. Um, so do you still play soccer? Or? I don't. Soccer's a little hard on the knees, but I do play <laughs> ice hockey two or three times oh, a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. You play ice hockey? Are you on a team? or? Yeah, uh, yep. I'm on the, the Whalers up at the Georgetown, and then on Sunday nights I play at Town and Country Group on uh, um, a league right there in uh, Ransom Road. Wow. Uh, yeah. yep. Okay, now if there's any sport I that... I think that would be physically hard. Right. If there's any sport that I'm kind of interested in, it's hockey. 
because it's fun I to mean, watch. It is. It's but not only that, it's all that equipment that you guys wear. I mean, I just don't it's know all about how they the do outfit, it. Gregory. Is I that mean, what you're saying? <laughs> it's always all about the outfit. <laughs> the padding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, um, but uh, but. What got you into what got you into wanting to serve and be a county clerk? So you went to school for what did you go to school? I went for? to school to be a high school English teacher. Okay, so did I. Did you? Really? I did. Yeah. Excellent. Where did you go to school? Um, I went to Grand Valley. And where? And did you become a high school English? Teacher? Um, no, not really. I I did lots of substitute teaching, part time teaching, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, it did it ended up not being exactly what I thought it was. Yeah, Bob, be, did so. you teach? I did. I taught uh, high school English over at Otsego, and then uh, the last nine and a half years that I taught, I taught up in uh, Granville, uh, where I taught at the alternative high school up there. So I taught at risk students, which uh-huh. was uh, a great. Uh, Preparation for politics. I got cussed at. <laughs> I got yes. cussed at. I had M and M's thrown at me. I had a chair thrown at me. It was. It was really a lot like what's happening now. Yes, <laughs> yes. perfect um, for politics. Um, uh, uh, I think you run a a, a, a great shop there. Um, I had to go into the clerks a couple times there. They're in Allegan County, and um, and uh, you guys are very fast and efficient. Um, I, I've seen that as I was reading through your um, your report from 2021 that you sent me. Um, you have a lot of a uh, lot of folks that like what you've done there. Well, thank you. I, I, you your original question a few minutes ago was how to how to get into becoming the clerk, which yeah. I, I didn't fully answer. Yeah, while I was thank a high you. school English teacher teaching at risk students, um, the economy totally took a dive back in the uh, mid 2000s. And uh, I looked at my students and at their families and what they were going through. And, and at that time, I, I said, you know, somebody's got to change something. The Michigan Business Tax is killing jobs and small businesses and, and forcing a lot of people uh, into really tough circumstances. So I ran for the State House of Representatives to try and get rid of the Michigan Business Tax. And in 2008, I got elected, uh, served uh, six years or or three terms there and then shortly after my service there a a group of local clerks approached me and asked me if i would please run for allegan county clerk and register of deeds uh they said you know the current clerk is retiring and uh, we'd like somebody there that that we think uh, would work with us and work for us and work hard for us so that's how i became your county clerk Uh uh-huh and now county clerk you you are you do a little bit of everything as, as county clerk you're the keeper of records right yep um, and so, um, and then you also, uh, you're the person uh, that I'll go to to uh, to do what? What 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 is the what, what are you responsible for? Yeah, good good question. As as county clerk and register of deeds, I oversee two offices and four divisions. The four divisions are the register of deeds, which is the land records for all the county, and we've got the original documents that, that the county was formed under going back to 1835 when the state was still a territory. Across the hall at the at, um, county clerk's office, we've got the vital records office where we do marriage licenses, death certificates, birth certificates, um, uh, concealed pistol licenses, um, papers of honorable discharge for, uh, uh, for your veterans. 
in the then I also obviously manage elections. Yeah. Uh, so that's a, a pretty busy office there. And then uh, finally, I'm the clerk to the circuit court. So for the 48th circuit court, uh, I ensure that the the docket is uh, in shape and running, and everything is all the files are accessible. You're right. a busy guy. Yeah. 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 Wow. That sounds like a, a lot of responsibility. That is a lot. There. Yeah. Um, I was reading Allegan County is the fourth fat or the fourth. Uh, uh, fastest growing county in the state. Is that true? Oh, as, wow. as per the 2020 census, yeah. Allegan County was the fourth uh, fastest growing as far as adding population uh, uh-huh. percentage-wise. Uh-huh. And uh, when you think about the company that we had there, uh, it's pretty amazing. Uh, it's uh, um, Kent County with Grand Rapids, which, okay, is, which yep. makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think Ottawa County is number one, then Kent County, uh, then Grand Traverse, and then us. That's really yeah, uh, yes. some exclusive company there. Yeah, yeah. I see a lot of... Uh, uh, a lot of energy in the downtown area. I see some 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 newer businesses and things like that opening up in a, a start of a, the birth of a new like a renaissance. I think for the downtown area. Um, uh, what are some of the fun things to do in Allegan downtown there? Personally, I just like uh, the, the Riverwalk. They, yeah. they, you know, they they just uh, did a great addition there to the the library, which seems like it's brand new. It's not the the um, the original building is is uh, older, but uh, the addition is absolutely beautiful. The uh-huh. library there, uh, in fact, overlooks the water, and you can walk basically from my office. Um, down to the water, walk over the old iron bridge, which oh, is just nice. a, a great place to, to take pictures uh-huh. or or to, to have your lunch. Uh, so that's uh, really neat. There's also the, um, the this is might not be as as fun as not right downtown, but I also like to go in and volunteer at the at the animal shelter up the up at Dumont Lake. Uh, oh yeah, they were short uh, this past. Um, Oh gosh! A couple of uh, about six months ago, they were short of help, and so I was able to go walk the dogs at lunch and uh, oh, on my fun. lunch hour. Yeah. Uh, so I got to take you know each each dog that I got got to meet for a nice walk for about twenty yeah. minutes. And the, the animal shelters always look always looking for help if there's anybody who's got some extra time on their hands. It's a great way and, to get uh, some exercise, to make a little friend. Definitely, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, in addition, there's a couple of uh, really cool restaurants downtown right. Allegan that so. Uh, uh, lunch hour and, and uh, dinner time if I have to go to a city council meeting or whatever is uh, easy to kick back. And then they've got the um, the indoor um, um, climbing park uh, down there, and, and the name forgets me at the, at uh-huh. the moment, but uh, that's a, a great place to, to bring uh, the nieces and nephews. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so there are fun things to do. I've had a couple of business owners here from the downtown Allegan District on the show here, so that's why I want to ask. You've been to the steakhouse there? In Allegan? Yes, the where grill you, house. The grill house. Yes. Where you make your own steak? Yes, I love the grill house. Yes, yeah. I'm a big fan. It was my first time there with uh, Laura Durham. She took the employees there as our Christmas party, and cool. we had a good time. Cool. A really good time. No, the, the grill house is a great place, and the, mm-hmm. the side dishes there are, are right. amazing, and, and uh, I... I I like my steak medium well, which is frowned upon. I'm aware, of. so they don't judge there, which I appreciate. That's nice. <laughs> Judgment-free zone. There. Yes, yes. I used to like my steaks medium well, but then you know, I finally—I uh, don't know why, but uh, I've moved on to uh, uh, medium rare. Now, yes. So. Yes. Yeah. Good so, job. but um, I was always a medium well guy for a long time. Um, so, but if I want to get out of town, 
you know, and I want to get way out of town, I can go to the uh, clerk's office and get a passport. Is that correct? We, we do those at the register deeds office uh, register across the hall. Okay. Um, you know, it's typically no waiting. Uh, I would call ahead just to make sure. Uh, you can do that between the hours of uh, 8 and 4. Uh -huh. um, and we're uh, very friendly, uh, very easy uh, process there. A lot of your um, post offices make you, you book uh, weeks out. You can typically book an appointment with us a day in advance. And okay. then you can you don't have to mail all your stuff in. They'll take care of it. They'll do it all. Yep. And oh, I'm going to have to go down there. I need a new passport. So. They'll even take your photo there if you want. Or you can bring oh, really? in your own for yeah. 10 bucks. We do photos oh, there. Well, do that's awesome. Yeah. Uh -huh. oh, I thought um, that was interesting. That I didn't is. Know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I didn't know that. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, so you can get out of town with your passport. Yes, I need to get out of town. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, um, in addition to that, I was reading about this veterans card that you do. Um, and the Tell me a little bit about that, um, about uh, discharge um, there's a lot of veterans that lose their discharge papers, and you have a way to uh, to uh, keep those in your records. Or? Uh, yeah, well, I appreciate that very much. I, uh, when veterans are, are when when our military are um, discharged from their duties, they are given uh, papers called a DD-214, okay. uh, which is Papers of Honorable Discharge, and they need to uh, present those papers whenever they file for veterans' benefits. Well, typically when you separate from the military, you've got a lot going on, you're moving, you're you know, maybe closing out of a, a rental or whatever, and you're, right. you're going back home. Um, so what we do, we offer a free service whereby the veteran will bring in his or her Papers of, of Honorable Discharge. We will... Um, Take that, that original copy, we'll make a copy of it, we'll certify those, meaning we put the county seal on that and give the original back to the, to the veteran, all free of charge. And then for the remainder of the time that the veteran or his or her heirs ever need to access benefits, my office will issue those free certified copies. Oh, that's oh. nice. Um, in 2021, when... Uh, we st uh, also started rolling out the uh, new veterans ID card, the Allegan County Veterans ID card, whereby any veteran who comes in and and uh, seeks that uh, um, to to get the DD two fourteen certified and and file it with us, uh, we also allow that veteran to uh, get that the the free veterans ID card. They can come in. It takes about ten minutes. We take their picture. Uh, we laminate the card and we send them out the door with that and the uh, certified copies for free. And that's um, nice. That's that a nice service. Yeah, we really we really enjoy doing that. I love getting to thank our veterans for their service when they oh, come sure. in. And uh, a lot of people don't even know they're not even aware of those uh, services that we offer. Um, so matter of fact, I think two years ago we uh, we did nineteen of them. Uh, and then. Uh, Last year, it jumped up to, I think, about 29. Nice, uh, So we'd love to have more of them do that. Um, this, this is sometimes uh, tough to talk about, but uh, when veterans go to make that final journey to, yeah. to, to, to be right. with God and all. To the Rainbow Bridge. Exactly. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's a, a marker that goes on their gravestone. In order to get that marker from the uh, uh, Veterans Administration, you need a certified copy. Oh. So it's always better if someone goes and gets that paperwork done with our office before. before. Yeah. Right. As opposed to the family having to scurry around yeah. right, um, to get that, that marker. Exactly. Yeah. 
Oh, that's that's really interesting to know. That is. Um, now, you you get the Allegan County Veteran ID car you were talking about, and they can use that at participating businesses throughout the county for, like, discounts and benefits? Yes, and as a matter of fact, when they come in and get that, we give them a list of businesses in the county that do that. You being a, 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 a well in touch with businesses in and around the area, if you know of anybody who offers one, we'd love to put that business on that list. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So you, you hear that. If you like to give veterans discounts like a lot of businesses do they do uh, um, they could be included into that list that's kind of like free advertising right it is yeah 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 so so that's a good thing so you guys provide a lot more services than than i'm aware of you know you're not just taking care of voting and filing papers all the time you guys have a lot of services that you provide the public that they might not know about um what any other thing services that you guys provide that i maybe i'm not mentioning or I, you know, none, none that I can think of. Again, you know, the, the marriage licenses and the concealed pistol licenses are, are the most frequently accessed. Uh-huh. Um, and then obviously... Marriage and pistols. <laughs> <laughs> they go so, hand in hand. Well, yeah, right. and, and it's cute. Sometimes you get... In Allegan County, it's a, a county that uh, very much uh, appreciates their Second Amendment rights. So of course. A lot of times I'll, I'll walk down the hall to my office and I'll see a couple uh, on the bench filling out paperwork outside my office. And if it's two uh, uh, you know, a lady and gentleman together, I never know if they're both applying for CPLs or if they're getting a marriage license. Right, so, right. All right. Sometimes I need to engage in conversation to find out. Yes. Right. Well, maybe a reason for that is that all of the gaming that you have in Allegan County, you have quite a large gaming area there, don't you? Yeah, yeah we uh-huh. do. Uh, the... the um, the the, Wild. the Todd Farm area in uh-huh. particular, but uh, there is a lot of hunting and and uh, an awful lot of people in Allegan County and enjoy taking advantage of of hunting season, both bow season and firearm season. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What 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 would you say your main industries are in Allegan? Uh, you know, it's uh, manufacturing is still very big, uh, but as you may or may not be aware. Um, Allegan County is the number one ag-producing county in the state. Oh, really? You didn't know that? No. When I was in the state house, I didn't know that either. And then when we passed up Ottawa County and became number one, Ottawa County was forever. Um, And then uh, Allegan County passed them up about... Oh, 10 or 12 years ago, and it hasn't looked back. And it's interesting. I, I, obviously, blueberries make sense. And, right, and, right. You know, you drive past grain orchards, and, and peaches and apples oh, make sense. But we've got everything from, uh, you know, uh, wheat and soybeans and, and pork and dairy uh, to, uh, green, um, to greenhouse uh, plants. Well, we've like got that. pretty much everything in we Oregon. Do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you knew it, but uh, Michigan has the second most diverse agricultural economy behind what state behind wisconsin nope california's number one. Oh, right. oh yes of yeah. course yeah, yeah. That makes which, sense. which california makes much more sense but a lot of people don't realize that michigan has the second most diverse wow. agricultural wow. economy wow that's, that's really that, interesting that is cool so i mean we could just close off allegan county and get everything we need here that's right we've got milk we've got bread we've got fruit that's right. Wine. We've got, we got wine. Lots got of breweries and wine, wineries. Lots of wine and now yeah. beer, yeah, right? Please. So we should start, maybe we should build a wall around Allegan County. Yeah, a border. Yeah, right, a border. <laughs> <laughs> we, do need the, we do need the rest of the state. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, uh, so um, you're, this is your second term. 
And so you'll have to run for election again, right? I would, I would have to run again in 2024 if 20, I want to continue. 2024. How many times can you do this? Yeah. Is there, uh, is there a limit? Uh, no, it's not oh. like the state house or the okay. state senate where there's term limits. So so as long as people want you, you're here, huh? Yeah. Maybe. Which is actually a, a good thing because the institutional knowledge that you see among your county clerks and your county treasurers is really beneficial. And if everybody started off brand new at once, it would be, uh, I would never call for, for the information that I need right. just to run the office on a regular basis. Yeah, sure. Good sure. point. Yeah, good point. Um, what's your favorite city in Allegan? Oh, oh, that's not fair. That's, that's <laughs> not fair. Yeah, all right. <laughs> My favorite city is the, is the, uh, the one that uh, votes for me the most. There you go. Oh, there you go. oh that's a good one. That is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my favorite part of Saga Talk. Or yeah. <laughs> pockets on the a hill or wherever. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, wherever you see my sign. <laughs> that's good. You're getting good at this, Gregory. You're that's getting right. the, the whole political thing. Um, um, uh, so, uh, Bob, when you're not busy working there at Elegant County, um, now your office is right downtown, but you've got, there's two offices there's, have, there's two in, right currently they're both in the courthouse register of deeds is uh, on the the south side of the hallway and the county clerk's office is on the north uh -huh. and through the growth of Allegan County you guys have added more voting polls is that correct we have well the the individual jurisdictions like the city of Sagatak are in charge of of the polling locations and uh -huh. with the most recent census that right. has had us grow so much you saw places like the city of Wayland divide up from one precinct into two. Right. Uh, places like Heath Township, which wasn't even on our radar, um, but population there grew a lot. It's a very affordable place to live. Uh, Heath Township added a second precinct. And then um, Layton Township, way up in the far northeastern Allegan County, added a third voting precinct. So um, as, as you may or may not be aware, uh, as per state law, uh, once you hit 3,000 active voters, you need to form a new precinct. You can't have more than 3,000 active voters in one precinct. So oh. that's what guides that. Okay. Oh. Um, and Layton Township, don't know if you knew or not, uh, a couple of years ago, they were 10th in the entire state as far as um, building permits. Uh, oh. So, matter of fact, just hmm. about three or four years ago. Well, where? Uh, where? Layton Township. Layton. So, if you think uh, immediately north of Wayland, uh -huh. um, it's the um, the northeasternmost township in Allegan County. Uh, it would have uh, Wayland zip codes, Moline zip code, and uh, Caledonia. Uh -huh. hmm. What are they building up there? A lot of homes. You know, it's the first township uh, south of Kent County, okay. and yet you don't have to pay the Kent County taxes, uh -huh. which includes things like the zoo and stuff like that on the right. tax bills. So. so Kent County taxes are more than Allegan County taxes? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Very interesting to know. Um, you guys, you also do tax collecting, right? Well, that's, no, that's the county is that, treasurer. Is that the treasurer that's that the treasurer. takes care yep. of all that? So you yep. don't have to. I don't have to. Oh, yeah. good. But that is really interesting when the taxes are due and when people are behind and stuff. Again, probably unique to, to other counties. In Allegan County, on, on certain days, you do see people lined up down there with cash, paying their property tax bills in cash, sometimes counting out pennies at the window. Oh, geez. It's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah I bet. I bet. Uh, what a fascinating job. Um, uh, I mean, you are a busy guy. Um, you must be thinking about work most of the time, even when you're out walking your dog. I think about work a lot, but but it's a labor of love. Like, yeah. like how do we implement the... Um, 
uh, the veteran's ID card? What can we do to uh, protect people's uh, property from title theft yeah, and I, stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, I want to get into that as well because I heard you talking about that yesterday on Mike's show. Um, it, is your property protected from fraud? What is the property uh, fraud alert type thing you're talking well, about? Well, you know, if you're like Jules and you're watching late night TV and, and Rudy Giuliani comes on and tells her that people are trying to steal her property by going down to the register of deeds and filing a quit claim deed or, or filing a deed in her name and transferring the property over to her. You're worried about that. Right. And this was the number one um, most requested service of, of my office, either of them. Uh, people are saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm worried about property fraud. I, I don't have the time to go down to your office to, to check my deed all the time to make sure nobody's recorded anything over it or recorded a lien on my property. Uh -huh. And so uh, this uh, past year, we were able to finally uh, roll out uh, this property fraud alert situation whereby if you own property anywhere in Allegan County, you can either go onto the website at AlleganCounty.org um, and then go to the Register of Deeds office input uh, your name and then your email will put you on a list uh, whereby whenever somebody comes in to record anything that touches your property uh, you will get an email for that if you don't have uh, internet and you just have a f telephone you could call us up at two six nine six seven three zero three Zero three nine zero, and uh, and ask to uh, to get a phone call if uh, somebody should. Can you do that at your own somebody. township office when you go to pay your taxes? No, uh, no, you just oh. do that at the uh, county register of deeds office. Oh, okay. And uh, so, like, somebody could just come. I guess that seems like it's it's easy to do. Like, you wouldn't need any proof. Like, you can just as per state law, anyone can record anything as huh. long as it is notarized, has a wet signature, the margins are on the, the paper meet the uh, the requirements of state law as long as I believe the font can't be any smaller than than uh, size 11. Uh -huh. But huh. anyone can record anything and we, as long as it meets the state requirements, we have to receive and record that document. Huh. Oh, Very interesting. interesting. Now yes. I'm going to have to throw my name on the site. Right. And, and so anytime that somebody comes in and does a note on that property, they'll get a flag and you'll email them. Yep. They'll get some kind of email or if they want a phone call instead, they'll get a phone call. And that, that's oh. a free service to that protect. That is a free service to, the, to anybody in Allegan County who owns property. Does that happen to a lot? Property. I'm happy to say that at this point, I checked with the prosecutor a couple of weeks ago, it's not happening a lot in Allegan County. Okay. It is happening more often in Kalamazoo County, uh -huh. so huh. typically things start in one of the right, bigger yeah. areas and head our way. Better out. to be proactive than putting out a fire. Exactly. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. Good for you. Good for awesome. you. Awesome. Bob Janeski, our Allegan County clerk. Um, learned a lot today. Thank yeah, you. we did learn a yes. lot. And thanks for coming on the show. Um, we look forward to... Uh, Wow, you've already been, this will be eight years now after next year, right? Yep. Um, uh, so you're going into your seventh, eighth year now. Awesome. And um, I'm sure you're uh, you're not going anywhere anytime soon. No, um, no. Pleasure having you as our neighbor as well. Always like seeing you walk your dog around town. Thanks. It's great to be on Sundays in Saugatown. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. And thank you for listening. Um, we're going to be right back. Don't go anywhere. Stick with us. Grab another cup of coffee. Have some delicious treats. Did you get any of my homemade treats? I, no? No, Bob, Anybody? you have to try something. I made, I made cheesecake. I made coffee cake. I was baking all night for you. All right, I'll get into some of that right now. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be right back. We've got Mark Beckett, who just walked in. And uh, we're going to find out a little bit about Sagatuck Harbor Insurance. Awesome. I just filed a claim. Did you? On my car. Somebody bumped my bumper. And so I just filed a claim. Yeah. 
And then we're also huh. going to talk about his 40 years serving on the council with the Saugatuck City okay. Council. So Awesome. A lot going on today, huh? It is. It's a fun day. It's a Sunday it's fun Sunday day. Sunday fun day. Don't go anywhere, but we'll be right back. You're listening to Saugatuck on Sunday. And. wasn't too long, was it? No, that was very fast. Uh, that was a quick break. So fast. We're back. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday on 92.7 The Van. This is Gregory Muncy with and my And Jules. Jules. Happy Sunday. Hey, it's great to have you back. It's, it's like, so fun to be back. It's like old times again. I know, isn't it? I missed it's, it. It's been quite a few months. Well, it's been quite a few months. It I was just you. the month of December, honestly, because yeah. I, I gave, was here in November. I gave you a call last week. And I, I was know. Like, How's excited? my little Zeman sandwich? Oh, I, I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Um, we had sandwich delicious as ever. <laughs> we had uh, Bob Janetsky on, if you were listening, and he's our uh, Allegan County clerk. We learned a lot about him, yes. a lot from him. And a lot from about the county. Veteran cards to passports to things about Fraud the county. Alert. Yeah, everything. Alert, everything. Um, we've got a lot of, uh, we're not a political show, but I've yeah. got a lot of political people you on. Have, like, yes. Next week, I've got Helen Baldwin on. I don't know if a lot of folks know her. She's moved here about a year ago or so, and she She's already on city council with me. Wow. So I got to, I've been getting to know her a lot more. Um, we talked about uh, earlier in the show about Wednesday where we took a tour yeah. of uh, all of our city services, like the DPW, the fire department, and the Kalamazoo Lake Authority. And I had forgotten um, uh, uh, that my insurance agent also sits on the board oh, wow. of the uh, Kalamazoo Lake Authority, and he's our next guest. Let's get that disco ball Let's down. Do it. Drop it, CJ. There he goes. Oh, look at Mark Beckin working Woo-hoo! with Woohoo! He's got some authority on that <laughs> runway. Welcome to the show, Mark Beckin. Good morning. Good morning. Um, uh, good to have you on the show. Nice to be here. I knew that you were with Kalamazoo Lake Authority because you you'd always given the reports, but I was happy to see you there Wednesday. Mark Beckin is the owner of the... Um, the Saugatuck Harbor Insurance Company, a safe harbor for all your insurance needs. Nice. How long have you been in the insurance game, Mark? Let me uh, ask you about that first. I say it's my only grown-up job. So <laughs> Really? Yeah, after college and graduate school and sowing some wild oats. Yeah, uh, right. Late 70s. We'll catch well, did you hang out with the Troutmans back in the day? Certainly. <laughs> it was a small town growing up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Couldn't, couldn't avoid the Troutmans, actually. Oh, I, I love their stories. They've got some of the best. You started Sagatuck Harbor Insurance uh, shortly after school, or how long no. have you guys been there? Uh, I actually bought into the agency in 2003. Okay. And then became uh, sole owner in 2009. Oh, okay. So it's like 20 that, years you've been involved. Yeah. Yeah, and prior to that, I was I worked for the Walbrink Insurance Agency in Holland. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so um, when I think of an insurance agent, I just I, I think it's boring. 
There's nothing boring about this guy. But no, this guy, you're right about that. <laughs> um, uh, but when when uh, I've had the opportunity to buy the few policies I bought and through you, um, you're really good at what you know. Um, I've sat down and, you, and you're able to explain things in layman terms to me. Um, when when uh, getting important. my car insurance or yeah. renter's insurance, um, uh, you cover up pretty much everything. Um, I've already got a claim in. You know that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I understand that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, somebody bumped my car and uh, here on Butler Street. Did you witness it? Did you see it? No. Are there cameras? I went out here? the next morning and and saw a little bump on my bumper, and it, huh. it wasn't it what it didn't dent the bumper; it just needs to be painted. Now, oh, well, I can do that. Here's for one you. thing: I'm glad I got full coverage because you know I almost didn't. I was just going to get PLPD, but I thought, you know, for the extra couple bucks, yeah. it's a little bit sound of mind, right? And when I found out, guess how much it cost to paint my bumper? Eight hundred dollars. Oh, you're close. Yeah, almost a thousand. Yeah. Nine hundred and fifty around there. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It is. And so I was like, ooh, I'm glad I did get full coverage because that's a lot of money for a little paint job. Yeah. Um, that I would have had to pay out of pocket. Um, so um, now I'm worried about my premium. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll find out about that. Um, and uh, you have a, a great staff of people that work for you. Your um, your uh, your daughter works for you, um, uh, uh, Ingrid. Ingrid, yes. Yeah, and she's my go-to. You also have Dawn there and, uh, and a whole staff of people there. What kind of insurance do you guys provide? You uh, you do car, auto? You yeah, do. Well, I guess the easiest way to explain it is anything that ends in insurance. Oh, other, nice. Other than title insurance. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... Life insurance? Life insurance, wow. health insurance, Medicare insurance. Uh, you, know, you have to be a generalist when you're doing business in a, in a, small, in a small community. Yeah. Uh-huh. And fortunately, I've had, uh, through my career, a background in all those types of insurance. Right, right. In various capacities and roles. Wow. Wow. Um, you grew up here, right, Mark? Grew up right here downtown? I grew up right here, about a block and a half north of here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, other than college and, you know. Sewing some oats? Sewing some oats. I'm sure you sewed some oats here. Started a career in Grand Rapids and lived in Niles, Michigan for a while. And then mm-hmm. moved back to this area. Mm-hmm. So, that's not three or four years. Right, right. I see your family house is on the market. Yes. Uh, I hate to see that go. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, uh, I know your mom lived there for many years. and Since uh, 1943. Wow. Wow. It's a great house too. Great bones to it. Um, I well, I of course I'm online. I'm looking at it, you know, and now I can uh-huh. see the inside of it, you know, now that it's on the market. Yeah, seven or seven children. So seven nine children. of us in that three wow bedroom, one bathroom house. Wow, yeah. wow. Um, what was it like growing up here in the '60s and '70s? Couldn't beat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's fabulous. Um, how have you noticed the town has changed since then? Uh, in what ways have you noticed? More in the looks of the town as uh-huh. opposed to what the town is about. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm just sitting up here in this corner building, and I can look and I can visualize what these buildings look like 40, 50 years ago. Yeah. And they've all pretty much... Are the s- s- somewhat the same, but the businesses have changed. Uh-huh. Uh, 
kitty corner from here was actually a home. Oh, okay. So where the, the hidden cottages are there? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and and uh, was that before the front was added there? That was a porch, uh-huh. and then it was expanded out. Huh. Uh, at one time. That would have been a cool porch right on Butler Street, yeah. watching all the action. I, oh, yeah. I recall it as the Floto House. So. Uh-huh. Okay. But, and a few businesses have moved, you know, across the street where the uh, Tux is, was Wally's uh-huh. at that time called the Log Cabin Tavern, and then moved across the street. So. But typically, I mean, usually not too much has changed. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not quite as wild and rowdy as it was in the 60s. Uh-huh. I hear a lot, lot of stories of bikers and people being thrown out the window at Sandbar. <laughs> They're all true. <laughs> They're all true, he says. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I heard it was quite a biking town for a, for a while. Yeah. Well, well, the only town. thing we came close to, there was almost as many churches at that time in town, though, as there were bars, which uh-huh. is kind of... Yeah. Kind of interesting. Yeah. But, uh, I hear lots of stories about, like, rope swings over the river yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, Did you have a rope swing over here, you guys? Uh, those were further down the river. Okay. On that wild and crazy township. You know, right. We didn't have any rules or people looking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, spying on you. But, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I've taken a few. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so you started, um, you started uh, the business about 20 years ago, but before you had... Sagatuck Harbor Insurance, you started serving on city council. Um, you've been on, yes. you, in, you just stepped down this just this past year. Um, you, you're a very valuable asset to uh, our city council um, and respected by many people. I mean, you had to have been. You <laughs> stay, I mean, they voted you in for 40 years. Wow. Um, what, what, uh, what, what made you decide that you wanted to run for, for city council? 40 years ago what 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 was the well uh i guess family had a history of being involved in the community uh-huh. at a particular time Sagatuck was a village and not a city so uh it had a uh did not have a manager it had a village president okay and uh which was an elected position my uncle divorced cappy dorner uh he was the uh, village president for many years. Cappy? 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 Love it. Did yeah. they have a village idiot, too? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you no, looking at me? <laughs> no, no, but we had a uh, town so small, we didn't have a town drunk. We all took turns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. I love it. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he kind of, and my father before that was involved in uh, Lions Club, uh, he was on the village council when I was a wee lad uh, on the fire department for many, many, many years. Uh-huh. He actually was, he really started or pushed Venetian Festival to become as popular as it was. A lot of people don't know that. But oh, okay. Started, it was renovated in the 60s. My dad was kind of the uh, linchpin for that i can remember that helping him all those years so So maybe you're the one that should take over the venetian festival now since you know you need to my share (laughs) (laughs) um uh, if you don't know cow hill had made their announcement that um they will no longer be doing oh really yeah when Um, did they announce that um uh i would say about a month or so ago um they wrote a letter to city council and then they made it public um i know the rotary club is has a little interest in it. There's a few people who've spoken about interest. In well, it's it's unfortunate. They did a great job. They're a great organization. Uh, 
but it's good that they did it early enough so, so someone, someone can plan. Can, There's yeah. a lot of planning involved, if, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll, uh, huh. I can remember it was pretty much a year-round. I was looking forward to the Vegas hand. theme this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe, you know, you might want to pick pick it up. No, Mark? No? <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Um, you served for 40 years, so you've Correct. seen a lot of changes in this town. You also helped. You were part of the... Um, uh, creating our town into a city. Why was that decision made? Why did we decide to go from a village to a city back in the 80s? Uh, primarily economics and taxation without representation is what I'll okay. say that. Because when you're, as a, a, a village, you are part of the township. Uh-huh. So you pay not only village taxes, you also pay township taxes. And okay. you have no vote uh, or no representation Unless you had a village resident be on the township board, which did happen on occasion. Uh-huh. Uh, so it just felt that uh, I think that as even back in the 80s, property values started to, to tick upwards, uh, property taxes started to tick upwards. And so I think the vision was we're better off controlling our own future, uh-huh. our own, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, control our own finances. That huh. makes sense. We had our own village finances, our own village tax. Right. But we we're much more limited on what you could, uh, the millage amounts you could raise. Sure. Uh, there were years and years and years we'd pay road taxes right. to the county. While your roads are falling apart. And not get anything back. The right. pressure from, uh, I can remember being involved in pressure. The, that was more of a county the county would take that money and spend it in township roads. Right. But the township would say, you have your own village roads to take care of. So, right. And so, but eventually that has changed, and that money now flows back to the city. That is on your, uh, you see a county road tax on your tax bill, but that gets back to the city eventually. Right, right. So that that's an improvement. But uh, that's primarily what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so... It was not a real contested issue uh-huh. at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, what What are some of you? You would say are you know? I know you're not a guy that doesn't pat yourself on the back because I know that that about you, Mark. You're just not that person. But what would you say are some of the the things that you're most proud of doing while you were on city council? Some of the, some of the things that you're most proud of. I was can't say that uh, being a part of. This that I was involved that with. you were a part of, well, right. along with yeah, the rest no. of the council, right. right? Takes a team, right? Does take a team. It takes a yeah. village. I mean, I was fortunate that my uh, again, I mentioned my uncle was village president. The first thing he did was put me involved with the uh, the uh, infrastructure, utilities, and stuff. So I was the first major project that I kind of represented the city with um, was installation of the. Uh, the million gallon reservoir that sits on top of Mount Ball, near the top of Mount Ballhead. Oh, okay. Looping the water lines, water system between Douglas and Saugatuck back in the uh, 80s. Uh-huh. Uh, I was a representative. Cal Lake was still, but they weren't that involved uh, because they just manage, administer and manage the system as you learned on your visit. They right. don't really build the infrastructure. That's the responsibility of the communities. Right. And so that was a real learning experience and kind of got me hooked on on uh, 
wanting to be involved more in the infrastructure part of running a, a community. Right. Uh, not to dismiss other related functions like uh, Christmas lights and parades. Right. And uh, uh, but. Uh, those are the things that we see. And those are the things you see. You However, know. that's not where the big dollars are spent. Right. Okay. Right. I've always been a very fiscally conservative type, conservative type person. Right. But you, you'll see so, more hoopla in this town about a parade than you will about something going on at the water factory. Uh, <laughs> because you have more, you'll, and you'll learn this, you'll have more people. Uh, Storm City Council, because there's a dispute over a parade route, than you will in passing a $2.5 million budget. Right. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> but, you, again, that's, you know, you, tangible versus intangible. What do we see? What don't we see? Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that is interesting. Um, the budget, a lot of people seem to think that the city of Saugatuck is loaded with money. But our budget is around $2 million, isn't it, about a year, our operating budget? No, we've, I think it's upticked a little bit more. Uh-huh. Uh, with the increase in the fire and, and other things? Yeah, I think just in the increase in the tax revenue. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. So sure. you want it, it's difficult for uh, governmental units to give back money or cut taxes. So, right. You know, you say we don't raise our millage, but your taxable value goes up. People's tax bills go up. It's the same millage, which is the rate you pay per right. $1,000 assessed or taxable value. And, uh, but I can see it. There's, there's always more projects to do then there is money to pay for that of course yeah so that's where the planning comes in if i could caution future governmental units is don't get carried away with all the zeros behind your uh your fund balances because those zeros can fall off pretty pretty damn quick yeah i've learned that i've learned that you know i got to sit down with peter and i used i was able to find out exactly what we did have and what we didn't have and a lot of that our fund uh Project carryover balances, projects that were funded that you've wanted to fund over the years, uh-huh. hoping that you could match funding with getting, say, grants from the, the state or feds. Uh, and if those grants don't come through, you don't quite have enough money to complete the project like you'd want. So your options are either to scale back the project, okay, to make it affordable, or to say, let's wait for the next round of funding opportunities. Mount Ballhead's a perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so I think there's, of this 3 or $4 million we got in the piggy bank, about $500,000 of that was pledged maybe three years ago or four years ago for Mount Ballhead improvements. Right. But the Mount Ballhead improvements are ticking more towards a million dollars or so. Right, right. And uh, so, you know, Council just has it's a it's a balancing act it's a juggling act uh, we have got a, the city has got a fantastic finance financial uh, uh, person in charge and Pete yeah. Stanislavski and uh, so that that's very helpful because he reminds you of don't get too carried away right 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 and you'll get that when you start oh don't worry on your budgets I'm, and things I'm, like I'm, that I'm very very uh, aware about spending yeah um, uh, there's lots of things I would like you're right. 
Um, but uh, we, we really don't have enough money to do a lot of uh, all the things I'd like to see. I feel like that's just life in general. Well, you, you know, never have enough money for what you want to do. Well, Even you know, every, everybody talks about, oh, let's build another bathroom. I've heard this so many times over the years, and they think it's just as simple as building the building. But there's so much more to it. Um, the the constant upkeep and all that. We've got two full bathrooms. We would like to see one at Coughlin Park. I, it, you know, years ago, I, I used to think, well, I don't know if it's really necessary. But as we've grown i hear more and more of a need for you know things like that people don't realize just building the building itself could right. be well over a million dollars oh sure if you want to build something that's like what we have over here at village park you can't just put a um, toilet anywhere it's, it's, right. it's not so much about need because you can identify a lot of needs across right. your community uh but there is something about equity and who pays right and uh, and when you sit in a city council, you just don't represent your downtown business right. group. You represent the entire area. Right. I think it's true, it might even be more so, that probably more than two-thirds of our taxes are raised by the residential community, but 60 or 70% of our taxes, our, our expenses are in the downtown community. Right. So you've got a real, you have to keep an eye on balance. Sure. And hopefully that's something that uh, uh, council uh, understands and learns over the years and is uh, counseled about. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, so so going back to a restroom, yeah, <laughs> I can actually remember when we built the restroom sure. here uh, that we were pretty roundly criticized for at first. But I can remember that, in fact, the council had to – Close road. That was actually a road, a serviceable road. Right. Up there. Hmm. And the bathroom we had was, if you look at the Wicks Park bathroom, maybe twice the size, a similar size to Wicks Park bathroom, but about five times worse. Uh -huh. so we oh, really? We didn't have really any existing public facilities that you could. Yeah. And it was really, a, it really was an embarrassment. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Uh, but anyhow, so that, that, I remember there was a, uh, a uh, article in a county county newspaper that someone criticized it and called it a temple of sanitation. I remember that <laughs> temple of sanitation. <laughs> you see, so anyways, you see, I saw you see. Yeah, like you've seen so many changes in this town, mm -hmm. and um, you know, I, a big hot topic right now. Um, is uh, short-term rentals. And I think that's a hot topic in a lot of vacation towns right now that also have, you know, uh, uh, schools and communities as well. So there's there's concerns on, di all different concerns on that subject. Um, we're, we're learning right now that there, uh, that uh, uh, our residential, our houses here, uh, we saw a statistic that uh, there's a, a company saying about 50% of our homes are vacation rentals here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. I believe that's close to the truth. Um, do you see, was that was it like that back in the 70s and 80s? Is it really changed a lot? Well, going back to that 50% yeah. number, and then you equate that to full-time residents who may take advantage of the school system, have kids in school. So that number is actually, I think, conservative because there's so many second residences that are not rented out condominiums that aren't second used as vacation that aren't rentals used as vacation rentals oh, so right. then you further further shrink those available properties that might someday come up for family you know for families uh -huh. to uh, to 
to purchase or occupy mm-hmm. that utilize the school system right. primarily. Uh, that part was always here, the second homes. Right. And albeit they were rented out on occasion. Uh-huh. Uh, I had an uh, aunt who uh, was a, a, a widow, uh, lived on the corner uh, of Griffith and uh, Hoffman Street by herself in a nice size house. She rented her house out. She had rented rooms. Right. She had a boarding house, you know. Yeah. yeah. Upstairs. She lived yeah. in the basement. Yeah, and good, I, back in those days yeah. no one really gave a hoot. Right. right. And good goods. That yeah. used to be a big boarding house mm-hmm. where good goods mm-hmm. is now from what I understand. Yeah, and there are apartment buildings now that are not. Yeah. Uh, you know. But uh the seasonal rental came more about just, you know, once you know, VRBO came along. And Airbnb some, uh, and an Airbnb those, yeah. and, and some of the, the real estate uh, market really, I think, probably pushed it or were more responsible for the only because they could sell the home, say, hey, it's more than a home, it's an investment, right? And it can right. be a revenue producer. Huh. I mean, I understand all that. It's, it's, that's a tough one to manage, that, yeah. That's a tough one to manage. Uh, yeah, I would so think that's we'll, an interesting we'll probably argument. had our, our, we probably maxed out on them, so yeah. Hopefully that's the that is the that is a route to yeah. examine. How yeah. many do we have? Let's have no more. Can't add any more until one disappears. What's well, a hot topic? I bet you're glad you're not on council now to go through some of the the new hot topics. Yeah. I know you've been through the heat of it. I've seen you there during the heat of it. It's already nine o'clock, but yeah, um, was uh, it was it was quick. Um, what are you doing with your spare time now? Uh, you must have a lot of time on your I'm hands. I'm looking forward in the summer. This time of the year, you know. You're you and Patty can just go business and, and, and we go on a couple of vacations. Yeah. In the summer, it's going to open up right. golfing opportunities. More boating. Yeah. Uh, I don't have to worry about any meetings. Well, good for you. Things. And oh, make yeah, sure no, Patty doesn't boat. fall off the boat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little shout out to Patty there as well. Um, Saugatuck Harbor Insurance, a safe harbor for all your insurance needs. Give them a call, 269-857-1751. Also visit their website at shinsurance.com. He's got policies to cover just about everything in your life. Thank you, Mark, for being on the show. Yeah, it was nice meeting uh, you. Yeah, it was very interesting. All right. And thank you for listening. Hey, stay tuned next week. We've got Jennifer Ludwick is going to be my special co-host. She's also from the Kalamazoo Lake Authority. You all know she's been on the show before. We'll also have Bob Woods telling us about his visit in Ukraine. And then also Helen Baldwin, new council member. She'll be on the show next week. Happy Monday, Sunday, everybody. Thank you. Have a great Sunday, people. This is Talk Attack on Sunday on 92.7 The Van saying, see you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy, on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. This morning's show has been brought to you by The Interurban, Back to the Fuchsia, Mill Pond Realty, and it is what it is. If you missed today's show or you'd like to hear it again, go to our website. You'll find the podcast at 92.7thevan.com. And join us next Sunday morning at 7 a.m. for Saugatuck on Sunday with Gregory Muncy on the Lakeshores.